Just keep making art, and the money will follow. Probably not, though. Hello, and welcome to the Spiral Into Control podcast. I'm your host, Ryan Dempsey. All right, I opened up uh, today's podcast with a haiku poem that I wrote. I don't write a lot of poetry. Actually, that's a lie. I do. I just don't tell anybody. Uh, <laughs> it's kind of my uh, nightly routine these days. I try to write a little bit every night. Um, it doesn't have to be poetry. It's just kind of a stream of consciousness writing thing. Um, it's a sort of a journal. Not really a journal because I do journal and it's a separate thing. But I open up a page in Evernote. It's just a blank page and I say, okay, I'm just going to spill on the page. Whatever comes out, comes out. And often it's poetry. And I was thinking one evening as I was writing about how much I love art and music and everything that goes with it and um, how how much of it I did when I was younger. Um, it was just constant when I was younger. Uh, art and writing uh, and a lot of music. And that kind of fell by the wayside over the years. And I know why. It was because the pursuit not of happiness, <laughs> but the pursuit of money. Um, I was pursuing happiness too, but uh, sometimes uh, you put that on the on the back burner and think, well, I'll just make money first. And when I make money, then I can do the things I want to do. And it's kind of backwards. Um, now, I'm not here to tell anybody how to live their lives. Um, we all value different things in our lives. But uh, I will say, you know, and I will encourage that, uh, you know, the things that you're passionate about, <laughs> try to figure out those things and, and just do as much of it as you can. Um, yeah, don't don't totally quit it. Um, and that's my regret. Uh, so I don't have a lot of regrets in life, but that's one kind of a lightweight regret. It's not a major regret, but I do regret quitting music and I did that um, when I was growing up my biggest passions were m music and aviation so whoever's listening to this podcast why don't you, you have a you know just I want you to try to remember um, try to put in your mind the things that you love to do when you were a child um, or when you were a teenager what were those things? Was it art? Was it sports? Um, was it theater? Was it music? Um, or was it, did you know right from the beginning you were going to be an entrepreneur and make a lot of money? Um, most people aren't that way, but um, some people are. So I'm not telling anybody what's right and what's the right way to live their life, but we all have our things. And uh, I think... You know, if we truly want to be fulfilled and happy in this life, we got to do some of the things that made us feel alive. And uh, some of the things that, you know, held our attention and captivated us and, and kept us going all night long. Or, or we woke up in the morning and immediately thought of and, you know, that rushed out of bed just to do this one thing, right? For me, it was music. I used to sleep with my guitar. <laughs> I would play, I would fall asleep playing the guitar and then uh, I would wake up and my guitar would be right there beside me and I would play the guitar again um, 
and then there was other instruments, drums, the bass, whatever. I just I just loved music. I also loved airplanes, um, aviation. I wanted to be a pilot, and I studied a lot of uh, studied everything to do with flying airplanes. Um, I would make model airplanes, uh, both scale models and, and you know remote control models. And um, I was an air cadet. We'd fly gliders. Um, I flew ultralights and just anything that had to do with aviation. I was just obsessed with it. But that one. Um, I had medical reasons, which I've, I've talked about a lot on this podcast. So if you do listen to this podcast, you would know what I'm talking about. Um, things, uh, a medical condition that prohibits me from flying airplanes. So there's that. Um, but one thing that caught me unawares was the same medical condition um, made it very uncomfortable for me to continue with music. Um, not impossible. So I'm not going to blame it all on the medical condition. Um but it was partly to blame. Um, but also to blame was the desire to make money. It's hard to make money as make money as a musician. <laughs> we all know this. Um, but there is a little bit of survivor bias going on. You know, we see the guys on the top who've made it, and we hold them as the standard for music. And I remember um, in Vancouver dry, riding the uh, what we call the Sky Train. It's our sort of our rapid transit through the city and there was a poster there and it was a poster for a local community college and it just had a, a guys playing in in a garage they were jamming it was a garage band and uh, the subtitle the slogan underneath was uh, chances that your band will make it to the big time <laughs> it was point zero zero six percent or something like that <laughs> and I don't know how accurate that statistic is but it did hit home that it is very difficult for anyone to make money in music. Um, but I, I read a quote. I was just that just popped into my mind, and I a quote that I I read a week ago, and I just posted it this morning to Facebook. I just thought of that now, so I want to I want to get the quote properly. So I'm going to switch out of this this app I'm, and go to my Facebook and find my latest post. Oh, I lost it. Oh, okay, here it is. I hope I'm still recording. I switched out of the app and I don't know whether this is the first time I switched out of the, the recording app. Um, but here's a quote. The easiest way to do art is to dispense with success and failure altogether and just get on with it. And that's from Stephen Nakmanovich. The easiest, I'll say it again, the easiest way to do art is to dispense with success and failure altogether and just get on with it. And I love that quote. Uh, so I hope I'm still recording. Um, I'm back into the recording app, so I'm, I definitely am recording, but I don't know if I was recording when I was in the, in the Facebook app. I guess I'll find out. But uh, I love that quote because I know it's hard to do. It's hard, no, I know it's hard to dispense with success um, and failure and just get on with art because we want to succeed and we don't want to fail. But art's got nothing to do with success and failure. Art is just art. Um, think about when you were a child and you would just draw pictures with your Crayola crayons. It didn't matter. There was no failure. There was no success. 
Um, but eventually school and conditioning of school and the grading system and all that, you begin to realize there is a such thing as failure and success. There's A's and B's and C's and D's and E's and F's, and you don't want to get an F. So you fear. You fear uh, even trying sometimes. Yeah, and uh, I've felt that fear. And for me, it wasn't the fear of, I don't know, uh, being on stage or or any of that but failure to provide for my family to make a living and all of those things and uh also because i'm a perfectionist and so i guess there was a bit of fear on stage that i wouldn't be as good as i could be or should be or as good as the next guy so there was that but i just love doing it and yeah so like i remember um over 15 years ago, I was doing, I was at a coffee shop singing at an open mic and I was, my ears had already started getting bad by then with the Meniere's disease. Um, so I was already started to lose hearing on my right side and worse than the hearing lost was a really bad tinnitus. It was just like this loud whooshing air jet engine sound in my right ear. Um, it's it's not as bad anymore, but uh, sometimes it gets really bad, and and at that time it was really bad. And, and since since the this disease was new to me, I had no idea what was going on. But I loved to sing and, and play my guitar, so I was singing at a coffee shop, and I went to start singing a song that I've sung thousands of times. It was a song I learned when I was a little kid, so I've sang this song so many times. But then when I went to sing it, I was in the wrong key. And I couldn't find the key of the song. I couldn't match my voice with the the key of the song, and it, I, I was devastated. <laughs> and that was the last time I played music in front of people for a long time. Um, every once in a while, I would try to just jam, not sing, but just jam instrumentals and, and stuff. Just play guitar, play the drums, play the bass, but. Uh, um, they also, the other thing with this, this condition is sometimes my ear is very sensitive, which is really weird. You know, you'd think with hearing loss, your ears would get less sensitive, but no, so a lot sometimes, and, and if you've suffered from hearing loss, you would, I'm pretty sure you would relate, but if you haven't, you, you wouldn't relate, but, uh, yeah, your ears are sensitive to, to noise and it just feels really uncomfortable. Even if you can't hear properly, you can feel it. And uh, I don't know how best to describe it, but you definitely can feel the noise like it's a physical thing, like it's like getting pushed into my ear. And I guess that's the best way for me to describe it. It's like a pushing sensation within my ear. So if there was like a hard driving beat, bass drum or a bass line, I can feel the reverberation in my ear. Even if I can't hear it properly, I can feel the reverberation. So even going to jam sessions was getting really uncomfortable. So I quit for a long time. And uh, like I said, that was one of my bigger regrets in life. But Nowadays, uh, while I still have Meniere's disease, um, those the the worst of, of the symptoms are are gone, or it's just not as bad. Um, so I can handle it. I can handle loud noises most of the time. Um, not all the time. It depends on the frequency and how sudden the noise. I kind of sometimes I have to brace myself for loud 
noises. Um, as an example, I'm recording this right now at my uh, son's karate dojo. I dropped him off at uh, the dojo so he can have his, his karate class. And those kids have a loud ki. <laughs> you know, when they punch and kick, they do that yell. And uh, if they're all going at the same time, um, and uh, my ears aren't feeling too good that day, I can't be in there. I have to get out. Um, so, yeah, today I'm recording a podcast, so I'm, so I'm, I'm out. But you, most of the times when they, at the end, they're still, my kid's still young. So at the end of the, the class, the last 10 minutes, they play a game. You know how kids are when they play games. They can get pretty loud. I never hang around for that because <laughs> it's just uh, it's too much for my ears. That's just as an, an ex- as an example. But then when you play music, you know that things can get pretty loud. But uh, I'm rambling on here, but I just, my message is, or I'm going to skip to the point now, and I'm feeling a lot better now, and uh, I've returned to playing music in a big way. I love music, and uh, I'm so glad that I can play music again. So I've started... You know, setting up a little playing area downstairs in our basement, and I, I'm in there every day. Um, so the passion has returned, and it feels so good. Uh, I play guitar again, and I play the bass. Um, not the drums, because it's a bit too loud, and I live in a, a townhouse complex. But I'd love to get back on the drum set again, too. Uh, but for now, the guitar and the bass is, is, is just great, and I'm singing again. Um, and I don't care how awful I am at singing. <laughs> I do care a little bit, but it's not going to be enough to stop me from singing. And uh, I've started uh, singing at open mics again. And the first time was in September. I attended an open mic in in January of 2018 just to watch. And they kept trying to get me back on the stage. And I was like, no, no, I'm just here to observe. And, uh, you know, then took me a while to work up the courage and in in September I went and I played again and it felt so good I knew I wasn't that great and I knew I was out of practice but it just didn't matter because I was making art again I was doing art I was doing what I love to do and just last week I went again for I guess the third time being present there and the the second time performing first two songs were horrible because Again, my I was off-key. I practiced those songs a lot in the last couple of months, but the first two songs, it was just kind of way off. Um, and I recorded them. I recorded my whole set. But the last song was somewhat okay. Uh, so I'm going to put that up on YouTube. So if you want to check out my uh, YouTube channel, I, I did a cover of um, uh, I Can't Make You Love Me by Bonnie Raitt and it went okay Um, it wasn't the greatest but uh, I'm proud of it because I went up there and I did my thing um, and I sang now I don't know if I'm going to keep singing (laughs) so I'm not that comfortable with my voice but I'm going to keep making music also on my Instagram it's pretty much all music now just it's it's perfect I love the Instagram format because I can just put little clips you know you have to keep it under a minute long the video clips and that's just enough time to like you know record a, a few jazz licks or you know blues song or you know just a little slap bass thing and uh, I'm having a lot of fun with that so 
yeah, I just want to encourage anybody listening to, you know, if there's anything that you used to do as a child, as a teenager, when you were younger, what was your passions? Like I said, for me, it was aviation and art and music, books, stories, songs, anything to do with art. Um, but uh, for you, it could be something else. And I want to encourage you to get back into it because it feels so good. Um, now, aviation... I guess it was kind of kind of related to art in a way the way I saw it. I loved the the uh, the romance and the adventure of it. It wasn't the the science and the engineering part of it. I never wanted to be like an airline pilot that looked boring for me. I wanted to be like a a bush pilot. You know, there was that whole ro romance and daring adventure of flying up north in Alaska or the Yukon. Um, but yeah, you know, the health stuff happened. And but also the life, like life took over as far as the family and responsibilities, uh, that happened as well. And uh, so, yeah, I mean, uh, we have responsibilities. I uh, will never shirk my responsibilities, nor would I ever encourage anybody to to uh, shirk their responsibilities. You know, you gotta, you know, as Jordan Peterson says, pick up a heavy weight and and carry it you know you gotta accept responsibility but you don't have to completely give up on your passions you can do it a little bit you know for me it's just that that open mic <clears throat> that little bit of singing or playing at jam sessions just gives, just gives me so much life you know so much energy in my week just to do a little bit of that or or just posting a, a short clip of me playing to to Facebook or Instagram, right? Um, yeah, another uh, another quote that I, I remember um, that encouraged me to uh, to get back into the music. Um, drawing a blank, I'll, I'm gonna look it up. But this time, I'm going to pause the the recording, and I'll be back. And I'm back. And do you want to know the truth? <laughs> I didn't have to go look up the quote. I just really had to go pee. <laughs> uh, it's just a short quote, so there's no way I could have forgotten it. So, sorry, I lied to you. <laughs> I just thought, you know, I shouldn't be that professional to say I gotta go pee, but then, <laughs> as I went, I was thinking, I don't care about being professional. This is my podcast, and I can do whatever I want with it. <laughs> but, uh... Yeah, I'm good now. I just... <laughs> I had a very large iced tea <laughs> before before taking my son to karate. I, we went to the A&W and I had a, a Beyond Meat Burger because it's Monday and I don't eat meat on Mondays. He had meat, <laughs> but uh, I had a large iced tea, so I really had to go. So, <laughs> Excuse me. Uh, where were we? Where were we at? What was I talking about? Oh yeah, that quote. The quote was, and it was a. It's a simple quote. Was just right, right for the wastebasket. Um. Yeah, I I heard that from Tony Robbins. Um. Now, Tony Robbins was quoting somebody else, so it was in his quote. And uh, so, forgive me if I don't know who exactly said that, but it was about, uh, it was a songwriter or a novelist or something was giving advice, and his advice was just right for the wastebasket. 
and uh, yeah, I took it that to heart, and uh, I, I always remember that because uh, I'm a perfectionist, and I always hide things. Like I mentioned, I sometimes write poetry, but I never show anybody because um, it's just not good enough. In my mind, it's just not good enough. But that doesn't matter. You just got to keep doing it. Write for the wastebasket. So every night I do a kind of a stream of consciousness writing where I just, just spill on the page. And whatever comes out, comes out. And every once in a while, something something comes out that might be worth something. It, it's a keeper. And I've got a whole bunch of those hidden away that eventually might come out. And, and I've applied the same thing to my music. Just write for the wastebasket. Just just keep writing. Just keep playing. Just keep making art. You know, and for you, it might be just keep painting. Just keep drawing. Just keep sculpting. Just keep doing what you do. Just do it for the wastebasket. <laughs> Don't do it for anybody else. Take the pressure off yourself and just do it. Yeah, I love that one. Um, yeah, so... That was a very encouraging one for me, just to write for the wastebasket. Um, just, just do what you want to do. Just do what you love to do. I have a friend, uh, a longtime friend that I've known since we were teenagers. He's my age, and I've so we've known each other for over twenty years. And uh, you know, I just want to give him a shout out. Uh, I'm not going to mention his name, uh, but if he listens to this, he's going to know exactly who. I'm talking about um, and uh, if any of our mutual friends hear this they'll know who I'm talking about but uh, I just want to say I'm like very encouraged by you know keeping in touch with him and following him on social media and seeing what he's up to um, he was big into wrestling <laughs> not the collegiate wrestling but you know the professional wrestling I don't know the WWF and or it was WWF when I was a kid, Hulk Hogan and all that, but eventually became WWE, I believe. <laughs> I stopped watching it by then. But he was big into that. He wanted to be a wrestler. Um, and uh, he started doing that recently. And he's he's in it now, in, uh, in that kind of semi-professional wrestling style thing. And um, obviously, he's not getting paid a lot of money but he's having a good time he's having so much fun with it and he also got into stand-up comedy which is i i admire stand-up comedians um i don't do any of that myself but i love it i watch comedy and stand-up comedy every day on youtube and i listen to it on you know on the uh, serious xm radio comedy central and all the other comedy channels i love comedy so you know, I've been really encouraged by him. So, you know, man, if you're listening, yeah, I just want to say thanks and props to you uh, that you're doing your thing and and uh, against all odds, you're just going to do it. And that's been encouraging for me and encouraged me to get back into music, just to do it. Um, put aside inhibitions, put aside fears and, and whatever. You know, it's not about failure, not about success. It's not about the trophy. It's not about awards it's not about making a whole bunch of money it's not about fame or fortune it's just about doing it so uh that's a short message for you guys today just keep making art just keep doing what you're passionate about and your lives will be enriched for it you know i don't know i 
I'm just really excited about this right now and and I just wanted to spread that excitement to you. Just just do it. Just keep doing it. Just go for it.